Hey guys, and welcome to BH Live podcast. My name is Brendan Hansford, and I'm my director, choreographer, and now presenter. And every week I do a podcast where I interview some of the most amazing artists, influencers, creatives, and just generally amazing, successful people who have an incredible story here at the Souk Medanat. So 5, 5.30 every single week, you can come down, you can have a drink, you can chill, and actually watch us uh, speaking in the pods. And this week I have an incredible boxer, his name is Sohel Ahmed and he's from London. He's come to Dubai and of course I had to get him onto the podcast. So Sohel, hey. Hey man, how you doing? I'm very good, it's, thank you. It's great to be here. Tell everyone who you are, what you do and yeah. Okay, well, uh, my name is Sohel Ahmed. Uh, I'm a professional boxer and I've come from London. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, love Dubai. Perfect. And what <laughs> brings you to Dubai? Um, well, it's a bit of everything, you know, I'm here to train um, mm. since they were like the gyms were closed down in, uh, in, in, in course, the UK yeah. because of the lockdown. So, um, you know, I had to come and train because I might be fighting on July the 3rd. Nice. So I wanted to get some training, some strength conditioning training yeah. in before I can go back and the gyms are open and get, go back and start the boxing side of it. Amazing. So, yeah, it's, it's So it's this is going to be a funny interview for me because I know nothing about boxing. <laughs> I, know, I don't know any boxers. I don't, I don't really know much about sport. I, I used to do like kickboxing for years. Oh, really? Uh, okay. That was okay. purely to like try and build some muscle which clearly failed yeah so whenever you're talking assume i'm an idiot <laughs> break it down. who's your fight with uh my fight is not confirmed with who is going to be with, but okay. they've given me a date yeah so obviously because of what's going on you know everything mm. is in the air you know what i mean yeah. because of the covid 19 so we don't really know nothing is certain yeah uh but hopefully we'll go ahead and hopefully uh there will be no more lockdowns and uh you know the cases will stay down <laughs> in, crossed. yeah in the uk and things will open up and yeah. hopefully they can go ahead with uh the, the crowd can come back yeah. and watch the fight so but you must be crazy excited yeah man back. no i've been at the ring for like nearly two years now you Oof. know uh yeah. I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm itching to go in there, you know what I mean, and fight and, and you know, show my skills and, you know, and mm. do what I love to do. And how have, you, how have you found this period? Obviously, being such an active person and someone I'm assuming trains every single day. Yeah. How have you found the lockdown, you know, the corona, everything that's been happening? I mean, you know, it's been very challenging. Uh, I'm sure everyone can say the same thing. You know, a lot of people, the whole world is, we are in a very unprecedented mm. times, you know, we're going through a things that we've never imagined, right. you know what I mean, that will come yeah. up and who would have thought in 2019 that next year will be yeah. a year that we had. Uh, so uh, no one was prepared for it. Mm. You know, there was nothing we could have done to get prepared for something we went through no. and we're still going through. So for me, I mean, you know, being an athlete, you know, you have to stay disciplined, you know what I mean? And there's always ups and downs in mm. life, especially in a box, as a boxing career, there's, uh, there's setbacks. Really there's, ups yeah, exactly, yeah. you know? Uh, so you just got to stay focused and, you know, focus on what you need to do and just stay disciplined yeah. and just, you know, just have a vision and just clear, you know, mm. tunnel vision instead. But for me, it was... Um, the good thing was that I was actually working on other projects while I was still trying to keep nice. busy, physically active. Yeah. I was also trying to do other things, and which I um will, which I will talk about, you know, in in yeah. today, uh, that what I've been working on, and I've managed to do that as well mm. while I was been, you know, I've been staying active yeah. and uh, yeah, so keeping myself focused, keeping myself yeah. occupied, yeah, yeah, both so you, mentally and physically. So it wasn't crazy hard for you. It wasn't like you sunk down, disappeared, and like I'm done. You just found a way to keep the discipline, stay on the training, and every day do a little bit or do a lot. You know, if I tell you yes, I would be lying because I've okay. had days yep. where I, I was it. like, you know what, man, I have had enough. 
I'm gonna, I'm just gonna stop. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Because you I know, when you're locked down, you know, when you're at home, because I live alone mm. in London, so mm. you know, it's being hard. being locked down in your flat with no one, and my family lives in Germany, so you know, being away, you couldn't visit yeah. anyone, and you know, it's 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 it was a very very lonely place. What do you but, think? Um, what do you think got you through it? Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> what do you I think mean, helped you get that. What got me through is uh, I'm a Muslim. You know, my faith got me through it because of my focus. You know, I said, listen, everything. Maybe this is a test from God. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm just gonna yeah. try to pass this test with the best, the best way as I can, yep. uh, and you know, come out of it a stronger, yeah. better, and a more uh, determined human being. And uh, yeah, that was my goal. Yeah, you know, that was just self on myself, work on myself, reflect on myself, and you know, and say, okay, well, you know, we took a lot of things for granted, mm, you know, and in, in, in yes. life because life was in such a fast pace, you know, before COVID, everyone was like 100 miles an hour. Yeah, you know, career, business, work, this, that, whatever, you know, we took a lot of small things for granted, mm. you know, so this was a kind of a reminder of back, we're like, okay, hang on a minute, right. slow down. Yeah. You know, life is not all. It's not a rat race. Yeah. You know, life is not about race. It's about Couldn't the journey. More. You gotta yeah. enjoy the journey. You know, and it kind of like it made you realize that. Mm. I think I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will relate to that. You know yeah. I mean? And yeah. also, like, when do you ever get time like that? You know, like really time, because yeah. yeah. no one's working, so there's yeah. no pressure. There's yeah. no pressure to get a job. Yeah. So when in life do you ever get time to sit back and go? I need to swallow. <laughs> when yeah, you get yeah. time to look, look at yourself and go, okay, I need to really think about what I'm doing and yeah. how yeah. I'm pushing myself forward and what I can do next and how I can prepare for the next. Yeah, step. yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole world's on yeah. so you can Yeah, you know, there's nothing like for example, me personally, something about me is like, if I'm not doing anything, I feel like the whole world has moved on. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like staying behind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I gotta catch up. You know what I mean? The same. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm failing. I'm failing. Yeah. But there was no such thing as that because. Yeah. The world was standing, there was nothing. Yeah, you know? That's right. So I feel like, in a way, it was kind of like pressure off your shoulders. Yeah, it was nice in some know? weird way. In a weird way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very strange way. Yeah, it's like kind of like, okay, well, I'm not just the only one. The whole yeah. world is the. Yeah, world. exactly. And, and then that was the comfort, right? The comfort yeah. was like, well, it's not just me. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not yeah, just yeah, sitting here getting yeah. no work. Absolutely. The whole world. Absolutely. Yeah, perhaps. yeah, yeah. That was the kind of thing. Yeah. You know, not just UK, the whole world. Absolutely. So it wasn't just me that wasn't fighting. It's like thousands, hundreds of thousands of boxes yeah. around the world mm. that haven't, they, and they're not getting any fights, they're not yeah. getting paid, they're not getting exactly. any, earning any money. So it wasn't just me, I was like, okay, yeah. well, there are people actually could be worse, you know, are worse. I think, I think it's going to really show the mentality of people coming out the other end of this, who actually stayed focused and was like, I've got to keep on, I've got to keep on, yeah. and then who kind of went, I can't, I can't do yeah, this. Yeah. So it'd be really interesting to see who's still around, yeah. what happens next, what people create. The strong survives. You know there you go, saying? there you go. It's a horrible thing to say, isn't <laughs> it? a horrible thing to say. At the same time, it's like, yeah, yeah, because that's reality. Mean, yeah, because a lot of people, you know, they're very fragile mentally, yeah. you know what I mean? Especially, I don't know about here, but in the UK, you know, uh, mental health is a big, yeah. it's a big, it's a big Couldn't issue. It's a big, it's a big problem, you know? A lot of people, um, you know, because of they were so focused on work, mm. they were so focused on career, and money and yeah. lifestyle and everything that they have actually had no friends mm. you know they lost yeah. family members didn't they didn't care about right? family yeah they didn't care about friends all they care about is their bonuses their bank yeah. you know what i mean their their next salary their next yeah. uh you know project mm. when things stop 
the whole the world stood still yeah they had nothing to do yeah. they had no friends they've lost contact with family that yeah. they didn't really care about in the yeah. beginning in the first place so they like they felt lonely and that mm. hit them you know there was a lot of suicide and there's a lot yeah. of domestic violence and there's yeah. a lot of things so there was a lot of things obviously there's, there's pros and cons that came out of the lockdown yeah. you know what i mean and just have to so it kind of brought out the best and the worst absolutely you? absolutely yeah 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 we had nothing but time with yourself absolutely yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's lucky we like our own company right yeah well yeah because <laughs> like you i lived on my own in london yeah, and yeah i think when it came to the third lockdown i was very much like i can't i can't do this anymore yeah and so i'm here in dubai <laughs> yeah i mean for for me i mean i love my you like you know i you know i like to just like go training come out you yeah. know what i mean and i don't i don't really go out party yeah and make no, you know no. i don't do that because mm. i'm too tired you know, I just want to come home and rest, you know what I mean? And yeah. get ready for the next session, which is probably in a few hours. Yeah. So for me, it was kind of like the usual thing, you know? It's like, yeah. I feel like okay, I'm in a training camp. Yeah. I looked at like, I'm in a yeah, training camp. Literally locked yeah, in a training camp. Yeah, okay, I'm not allowed to have fun. I'm not allowed to see anyone. I'm in a yeah. training camp. And, um, but not everyone felt that way, you know? Yeah. everyone Because a lot of people are like extroverts and they just like to go out and yeah. mingle and, you know, have a drink and dance, yeah. that, whatever. But for them, it was kind of hard, you know, it was very yeah. hard for them, you know. Those are those are the people that actually really struggle. Yeah. yeah. Well, fingers crossed it's coming to an end, hopefully. Touch yeah. words. Inshallah, well, yeah, good well, winning, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. But um, tell me a little bit about your career. So, assume I'm stupid and I know nothing, which yeah. is kind of true. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, tell me about how your career started, how you got into boxing, what you've done, your achievements, your failures. It's a lot there. Yeah. So, pick one and get, let's go with how you started. Yeah, I mean, my career so far, I mean, you know, let me just run you through of yeah. how it all started. Just a quick recap. Yeah, no, please do. Basically, I came to the UK at the age of 12 okay. from Afghanistan right. as, a, as a refugee without any parents mm. or family. So um, I settled down in the UK, in London, and I started school from year seven. Mm. And uh, managed to do my GCSEs and I went to college, did my A-levels. Nice. Managed yeah. to get a degree, sports science degree. Um, and in the meantime, while I was doing that, I was very sports driven. I was yeah. very, I was like an athlete in heart, you know, just like yeah. waiting for it to happen. So it was always there. It was always yeah. there, yeah, it was always there. I just wanted to be a sports person. I just wanted yeah. to be a sport man. I don't know what, how, when, what, but I just wanted to be, I just <laughs> loved it. I just yeah. loved the idea of being a, imagine walking around yeah. and you're like an athlete, you know? Yeah, and exactly. people see you like, oh, you're a professional athlete. There was the idea is, I was just fascinated with that idea. Yeah. So then I started Taekwondo. I, I did Taekwondo for about six, seven years. For I was in the Olympic squad for Great Britain. Amazing. I uh, won the British Championship at the age of 17. Sweet. I won London Championships a few times. I won the Junior uh, or European Bronze Medal for Great Britain. And then I started boxing at the age of um, 18, 19. Okay. I did amateur boxing. I did like about 12 amateur boxing, which is very short for an amateur. And then I yeah. turned pro which is like normally you turn pro after at least 50, 40 fights. Yeah. But I had no time, I just wanted to, because I already had the, I said, Sorry. listen, I'm going to end there, I'm going to learn on the job, I'm going to learn on the while I'm fighting. Yeah. Um, so I did that, you know, I mean, I turned professional and I've had like six years professional career so far. Yeah. I've had 16 fights, I've lost one, I've, you know. Okay, so, uh, it's pretty good ratio. Pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've had a stop-start career because of injuries and other, um, you know, um, financial circumstances, mm. you know what I mean, in personal circumstances, because um, I was an, I was a sponsored athlete, so I had to work myself. I had to work and support myself, mm. and I had to sell tickets, you know, to make sure that people come to my fight so I can pay for my fights, you know. Wow. What I mean? stuff like that. So I had no, I had no TV contract at that yeah. time, and I had no sponsors that could pay for wow. me. So I, everything was yeah. done myself. Me, I was supporting myself while I was being a professional athlete. 
So for that reason, you know, it was like a stop, start, stop, start thing. Of course, yeah. Um, you know, I've, it's, I, it sounds really similar to the performing career. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we we like, have to put on shows. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Time you don't and. It's entertainment you know, yeah. business. It's, it's yeah. entertainment. Yeah. You know, you're there to entertain people, and obviously, yeah. hopefully, you'll be thinking that you know, like praying that you're gonna be good, performing, good, right. have a good fight, you entertaining fire. Yeah. So when people come and watch tickets, they come again and they tell their friends, "Oh my God, this guy's good. Yeah. He's entertaining. He's yeah. good to watch. Let's go watch him." You know what I mean? So you're betting on that. Okay. And and then you know also like hoping that you know someone out there who likes to see you and see yeah. the future in you will get behind you financially and sponsoring nice. you. And, yeah. Stuff like that, and for me, I was lucky enough to have a few people uh, in my career, you know, mm. that just came in and helped me and gave me that boost uh, just mm. recently. Um, so yeah, it's been going so far. I mean, I'm on the verge of fighting for some sort of major titles nice. this year. Can I should have done that next, last year. Uh, it should be like international, hopefully WBO, international, nice. European, or IBF, or I asked, you know, I don't know what one, of those, one of those European titles <laughs> or one of the international continental titles. You know, hopefully one of those ones. Um, you know, so now we're just hoping for this boxing to start. You know, and uh, we can crack on, crack on and fight it. You know, yeah. uh, you know. In the meantime, you know, I've been uh, working on other things which we will get to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. Listen, you know, the yeah. future is bright, and I'm I'm lucky to be here. Okay. And, yeah. So just, tell us. Um, if you want to, you don't have to. Tell us a story about before you were 12. Okay. And how, you know, you grew up in Afghanistan. Before I was 12, Afghanistan, I grew up in, my dad was in the military. Okay. Prior to Taliban coming mm. in, you know what I mean? So we lived a comfortable life. Okay. Uh, obviously my dad didn't have any other skill set, so okay. he was an army man. You know, when, Got when, it. when Taliban came, you know, we, he lost job. And mm. literally, we came from here to like, literally crashing Drop the floor. We were to the point where we had no meal for them. We didn't know what the meal, next meal would come from. So um, I was young. I, I was really young. You know mm. what I mean. And like the life before my dad had before I was before I could know. I was too young to realize yeah. that life. So yeah. growing up, all I knew I was I was poor. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew I was poor, and I yeah. couldn't afford to buy anything. I couldn't yeah. afford yeah. to have new clothes. I couldn't afford to have toys. Yeah. I didn't even. I couldn't even have. The food that I wanted, yeah, the, the what I like, I like to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah, I couldn't have it. The food that I was craving for, my yeah. family couldn't afford it. Yeah. So all I knew was the poverty. Yeah. All I, that's all I knew, you know. And lucky enough for me, my uncle had some sort of money, mm. help help my dad financially, and um, you know he paid for me to go to UK, you know, to yeah. London. And they said, okay, well he's because I was the eldest son. Mm. Uh, I was just the, the third kid, uh, yeah. but the eldest son in, in, in our culture, yeah. in the Middle East, in Afghanistan, these cultures, whoever's the oldest son has this responsibility. Has to to it's like supply. that, yeah. exactly. So um, I volunteered okay. and I said to dad, I said, no, Good you choice. stay here. I said, I will yeah. go and I will do everything to make sure that you guys end up having a good life. Yeah. And I went there and determined and hungry and yeah. motivated and listen, I was like a man on a mission. Okay. You know, and as a kid, you know. Yeah. So um, as a twelve-year-old. Yeah, twelve-year-old. Imagine a twelve-year-old right now. Imagine twelve-year-old. You know, you walk around, you see a twelve-year-old. The only thing he yeah. knows is PlayStation. Yeah. Only thing he knows is like, okay, well, I, well he's I, gonna I, have I, McDonald's, yeah. he's gonna have KFC, or he's gonna right. have. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't have that facility. I didn't right. have that luxury. I didn't know toys. So at 12, you were like, I'm going to go to England and make money to support Bef my family. Before 12, I turned 12 in London. Oh, wow. In, in, on the way. 
That's the thing. If you if you listen to I was a eleven and twelve year old now, and they tell you they give you advice. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, go away. Yeah. So that's not. I was like, no, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna give my my kid, mm. my brothers and sisters, the young ones, <laughs> the things I never had. I'm wow. gonna make sure that they can afford to buy yeah. a toy. So you they can to, afford you to, to buy a bicycle. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I had to literally grow up like that. Yeah. I had no time to be a kid. Yeah. I had no time, so I literally had to go and. You know, we I worked through different jobs, you know what mm. I mean, and different jobs in the in the, in the UK, and wow. starting from washing plates at the age of twelve, 12 yeah. you know, in the evenings in restaurants, and yeah. to doing newspaper runs, and to doing everything, I leaflets and everything I could get my hands on, Whoa. just trying to get money yeah. to support myself, you know, mm. and also to send money to my mum and dad so that yeah. they can have. Yeah. So, so was, who, uh, who did you stay with in England? Uh, we stayed in uh, social services. Uh, wow. Kent County Social Services took me in, and then the man they gave us an accommodation. And, so you had uh, no family. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I had my, I had my uncle, and I mean, sorry, okay. my aunts, okay. but they didn't take us. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, they yeah. didn't. So I just stayed in the social service. Wow. Yeah. So, do you think, just surmising here a little bit, the the fact you had all that adversity at such a young age, do you think that's helped you become the person you are today? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. If it wasn't, I am who I am because of where I've mm. come from and yeah. the experiences and the journey I went through. Right. You know, I'm 33 now and I've been this way since I was a kid. Yeah. And Just um, push, push, push. Yeah, push, yeah, push, yeah, 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 man. Stop, you know, determined. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you fail, you go again. You fail, you go again. Mm. You fail, you go again. Because we had no time to slack. No. You know, you literally gotta just keep going a hundred yeah. miles an hour away, supporting a whole family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean that's... yeah, it's only recently that I managed to get a you know, time and the luxury of going on holiday. Right. I I couldn't go on holiday. Nice. My friends used to go on holiday. I couldn't go afford to go on holiday. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was just one of those things. Yeah, yeah, man. So what would you say is the highlight of your career so far? The the most the, the moment you look at and go, wow, I I did that. The highlights of my career, I mean, to be honest with you, when I look back 20 years ago, mm. 21 years ago, before I was in the UK, and I see where I am now, man, every day is a highlight of my life. You know, every yeah. day, every day that I'm living right now is a highlight yeah. of my life. Mm. Because who would have thought a, a 12 year old kid coming from Afghanistan with from from ashes, from rebel, yeah. you know, from, from nothing. Literally. From Literally from war yeah. zone, from, yeah. from, you know, from rebels, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. And now living in Kensington, being a professional athlete, manages yeah. to get his education now, is about to start something with Beijing. Did, did, yeah. did, did I think, as a 12 year kid, did I think yeah. that I would do that? No, I mean, I knew I was hungry, I was like mm. determined. Mm. I always knew in the back of my head, I will end up doing something. Yeah. But if you would have told my yeah. friends or my family that your son is going to be like that, yeah, you know? Yeah. Obviously, you know, obviously, no, don't ask my mom and my dad, they're very, <laughs> they're very optimistic and they're very, you know, like biased yeah. towards their kids. But if you would have asked someone that knew yeah. me at the age of 12 or 11, no. Yeah. Right. You're 12. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, would you say like, what's the, 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 the one thing that stands out? I yeah. think I can't put my finger on it because everything I have now. Do you think maybe out. it was because at that young age, you were a risk taker? You know, like there's one thing I always say to people, there's always a choice. No matter how bad your situation, there is always a choice you can choose to take or choose not to take. Yeah. And it's normally a risk and it's normally yeah. hard and it will yeah. hurt. Yeah. So, you know, maybe at a young age you had that in you that yeah. I will take the risk. Absolutely. I was always yeah. a risk taker. I was always the one to take risk since I was a kid. No one wanted me to be an athlete. Mm. My parents didn't want me to be a boxer. 
They said, listen, just study and do your education and do a good job. normal job. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They said, okay, why? Why are you going to go there and get punched in the head for a living? <laughs> why? You know? I can't they said, <laughs> said, not, not, I don't know why now, but they said you have good looks. You know, back then, you know, not anymore. Obviously, <laughs> you know, boxing, boxing took care of that. And but, you're like, I don't intend to get punched. I was like, no, mom, I love this. They said, but look what happened to Muhammad Ali. He, can't yeah. even, he couldn't even speak. Okay, well, I try to be more careful yeah. and they don't get hit. I'm trying to sweat the bunch of Attack and dive, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they're like, uh, yeah, it's so like, no, well, you know, what if you get injured and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And, you know, I'm going to. You know, <laughs> you know, you get you know yeah. as a performer, whether you're a dancer, whether you're an actor, you're an athlete, whatever you do as a performer, we yeah. are performers, you know what I yeah. mean? And it's a very high risk industry. Of course. Because one thing can happen, you're gone. You end up working in, yeah. a, in a restaurant or you're working for someone or, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's that's how it is. It's, and, and it's a story that a lot of people have, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they were so talented. Something happened, an injury happened, right? Yeah. I, you know, I, like a, a life-changing accident happened yeah. and then, boom. Because... I couldn't agree more. And it's a risk I was willing to take and it's a risk. I said, you know what? Yeah. If I'm going to end up breaking my neck, you know, and or, or being paralyzed in a wheelchair yeah. and won't be able to walk for the rest of my life. I'm willing to take that risk. Yeah. But you know what? At least I know. But the rewards can I wear? At least yeah. I know I did something that I love. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I end up being, uh, I would be happy in the wheelchair rather than okay. being in an office and being depressed for the rest of my life. I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. Do you know what I mean? There's because at least I knew, yeah. I knew, like, I would know in the back of my head, okay, you know what? I took the risk. Mm. I wanted to be a professional boxer or an athlete and it didn't happen. I took a risk, it's my fault, no one else to play. Yeah. So what's your plans for the next six months to the next five years? What's your future goals? Well, the next months, the next five years is uh, to fight for a world title. Nice. Uh, in terms of boxing, in terms of business, uh, set up a few businesses and nice. you know, lucrative businesses. Yes, yeah. in the lockdown? Uh, well, I have worked. Oh, I, have, then. <laughs> I have been working on it. Yeah. You know, we're just waiting for the lockdown to finish, and now the lockdown is finished. Uh, we are about to launch it. Amazing. Uh, and um, in terms of um, do set up, I've set up a foundation. Yeah. Uh, in Afghanistan, uh, wow. Sohail Ahmed Foundation, okay. which uh, helps out families in need, mm. uh, give them food supplies a month Brilliant. worth of food supplies. Yeah. We just recently did a. Uh, prior to Ramadan, a day before Ramadan, yeah. we did like about uh, 50, 50 families. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, I haven't, I haven't yet, have a, have, I don't have any donors so far. Yeah. It's just personally myself. How, how can people donate? Uh, well, so they tell can. Tell them straight to the camera to make it Well, <laughs> you know, I, at the moment, you know, we don't have anything yeah. that, uh, there isn't a system in place okay. where they can donate money. But that's on in ongoing. It's in the works, it's yeah. A, and when you have it, let us know. Yeah, we absolutely. Can share that. You know what right. I can share that. Yeah. So when that happens, and you know the the link and the website yeah. and stuff like that, then you guys, uh, you know, every penny yeah. counts. You know what I mean? Every well, dirham, every one dirham goes. If there's anyone watching this, and there's anyone that would be happy you to know? put some money in, yeah. just get in contact with you on Instagram. Absolutely, absolutely. You Pop know, and uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's like the thing is, you know, because you know, one thing is, no matter how far you go in life, never forget where you come from. Mm. You know, never Couldn't forget the people more. that yeah. were in your position when you were a kid. So if you're in a position that you can change someone's life, even if it doesn't mean that you got to make them a millionaire, but mm. if you can give them a food that's worth a month, they yeah. don't have to work as hard or they can, you know, maybe save something yep. for their kids. 
that can go a long way because I remember I, we had no food. Yeah. I remember we didn't have no one give us a yeah. mouth supply of food. You know what I mean? Mm. So if someone did offer us, it would have been life changing. You know what I mean? Take it would have been like it. amazing. Yeah. So we you know we could, we can you know whatever we can. And the next thing is obviously to go around Afghanistan and uh, dig wells for fresh water. Amazing. Uh, and you know things like that. You know mm. trying to help towards the kids in terms of like. Uh, keep them active, yeah. education stuff. Like we have some new things in the pipeline which we were working mm. on, and uh, the, the, the businesses that I will have uh, that's launching yeah. a part of that. Every order that customers buy, a, yeah. a percentage of that money will go towards that. Amazing. So uh, you know, it's just Incredible. not you know, it's just yeah. Uh, we share paying it back. Sharing is yeah. caring, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna get. I know the answer to this question already, but the next question was, what was the most challenging moment? In life and how did you overcome it the most challenging thing in my life was uh leaving my family at the age such a young age as a kid yeah. i remember my younger brother his name is hilal ahmed and i loved i was so used to him you know and yeah. i remember i missed him so much you know when i left i used to cry after him you know like my younger brother yeah because i was you know like i used to take him everywhere with me and i used to go out ah, you know he yeah. wouldn't you would i wouldn't go anywhere without him because he was so attached to me so um, thinking about him, mm. thinking about my mom and dad, yeah. you know, thinking about my brothers, my sisters that I left behind, mm. and and it was very challenging. You know, I used to have, I was homesick for, for years. Yeah, you know, homesick. I just missed my mom. Of course, I just missed you're a child. Yeah, I just missed my mom, my brothers, yeah. my dad. Yeah, I just missed being home. Mm. You know, being with my family. I just yeah. missed that moment. You know, where I can hold my mom, hold my brothers. You know. Yeah. I just that was the most challenging yeah. part and it's funny that when you when it comes down to it that's the part that was the most challenging yeah not the moving to a no, no, no 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 that the, was the that was the connection being away from my family because i'm very family orientated you know yeah. i love family and i think i'm all for family you know mm. family is number one you know everything family's first yeah. you know family first before everything so for me, and, and did you I say just, they're in Germany now? Or? Yeah, they're in Germany. You okay. know, they're in Holland, in Germany. My brother lives in Holland. My parents, yeah. and my sister, and my other brother lives in Germany. One of my sister lives in America wow. with her husband and kids and stuff. So they've gone on and they've gone on. Done I really mean, well for yeah, themselves. they've done well. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so I'm in a very good position in this yeah, situation. And you, and I'm that's the thing. You helped them do that. Yeah, well, you know, listen, I didn't that's help incredible. them. Allah helped them. God helped them. But I was just the source. Yeah, that could do something. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. So. What would you say is your biggest attribute as a person that's helped you succeed to where you've got to? And why is it so important? I think, you know, um, being a Muslim, I think that I believe that not just Muslim, you know, parents, mm. you know, keep your parents happy. Okay. Keep your parents happy. Their prayer, their mm. prayer will go a long way. Because that's one thing that keeps me focused is my mom and dad. Mm. You know, of course, everything is from God. You yeah. know, so it's, yeah, so faith. It's it's my faith, but my mom and my dad, they were the rock. Yeah. Of whatever I did. Yeah. Because I would call them and my mom and say, "Son, listen, I know you're there on your own. Please don't drink. Please don't smoke. Please don't go this. Yeah. Please don't do drugs. Please don't do don't hang out with wrong people. Please yeah. don't don't be no gang or nothing." Or yeah. Whatever. You know, because I was very vulnerable to those things. Of course, being, you know, again, you're a child. Li living in a social yeah. care and, and you're amongst, you're surrounded by people who does this yes. for a living. Yeah. You know, 
I used to sleep with people who used to inject themselves Oof. in the same flat. Mm. You know, imagine as a kid, yeah, and you wake up and he's passed on in the flat, yeah. and he's like, you know, injection right next to him. Nice. So Ooh. that's the only thing that kept me going. Yeah. You know, my mom and dad, that okay. voice in the back of my head telling wow. me, son, listen, stay focused, stay focused. Never forget who you are. Never forget your roots and your yeah. background, and never forget who you are. And that's what kept me going. So for you, and it was your support structure. But even though they weren't there in person, yeah, yeah, they, were yeah. There. They, they were there. They were there up here. They, they were, were there, there in, 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 in spirit, and yeah. they were there, and you know, in, in, in my mind, and yeah, yeah. kept me focused. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> like you're always making me cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, what advice would you give to someone that wants to come into your industry? And yeah, someone just wants to come be a boxer, wants to change the boxer. What are, what's like one key bit of advice that you would give them and say, as long as you do this, the rest will follow. Um, listen, boxing is a very hard sport. To be a boxer, you have to be very, very tough and mm. strong. Mm. Now, I don't mean that physically. Yeah. I mean that mentally. Mm. You have to have thick skin mm. because you're going to have people who will doubt you. Mm. You will have people who will use you. Mm. You will have people who will literally just make you feel like a million dollar and then tomorrow you're literally nothing. Gone. You're gone. Yeah. So you just focus on you. Yeah. Focus on what you want to do in life, whether it's boxing, whether it's business, whether it's whatever. And focus on being successful. Okay. Because when you are good at what you do, trust me, everything else comes. Yeah. Money comes, fame comes, friends come, mm. everything, lifestyle, yeah. designer clothes, everything comes. Just be good at what you do. Yeah. So focus on the training. Focus on the training yeah. and the key thing, mm. be a good human being. Yes. Be humble, be nice. Be a good it person. It doesn't cost anything to be it nice to people. It doesn't cost, because if you're a good person yeah. and if you're a good human being, you don't have to be great at what you do. But mm. if you're great as a person, mm. people will want to help you. Exactly. People will and give you a hand to give you, to give you that support. Yeah. How did you overcome the people who were who came into your life, you know, offered you the world and then disappeared, or doubted you, or showed you rejection. Oh man, you know what? Did, you, had, did you have a coping mechanism, or man, I've had those people all my life. Yeah, you know, I've had people who Afghans, you know what I mean, and mm. they literally came, man, this, that, whatever, and the next thing they know, they all I know they were using me trying to get something. Yeah. But then again, you know, obviously you're you're a human, you know, and I'm a very emotional person. Yeah. Of course, every fighter is an emotional person. You have to be. Because, you know, you, you're so tough and you get beaten up, you punch, you go yeah, through yeah. so That's much physical, physical there, right? Yeah. Physical. But mentally, fighters, I think, very soft. And mm. I mean, and they're hard, you know, like mm. their heart is soft. And mentally, they're strong, tough. Yeah. But hard, they're very emotional people. So they, you get attached, you know, and someone shows mm. you, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But then they, they don't know, you know, what their true intentions are. And then mm. you get attached, you know, you get let down, and then it's like, it hits you, but then again, you gotta, you know, you gotta stay focused. And that's where the fixed skin comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta really be able yeah, to yeah, pick yeah, yourself yeah, up yeah, absolutely. and move on. Absolutely. So we spoke about boxing, we spoke about charity work and what you're up to. So, Egoland. Yes. What is Egoland? I'm oh, dying man. to know. Egoland. You sent it to me in a message, <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Basically, Egoland is something that is going to be mm. the it thing. Trust the thing. me. Okay. Basically. <laughs> I love breakfast, right? Yeah. And 
I'm sure a lot of people agree with me because eggs are one of the things you just love to I have. I eat them daily pretty much. You can have it for any time of <laughs> yeah. the day. You can have it for breakfast, yeah. lunch, it doesn't matter what time. Yeah. You can have it for snacks. Yeah. So I love eggs, you know what I mean? And I, for me, a perfect day, a perfect start to a yeah. day is having breakfast, eggs. Perfect. You know? Scrambled eggs on toast. Absolutely. Anything. Scrambled eggs on toast. Yeah. Fried, poached, anything, avocado, avocado oh, you know what I yes. mean? Yeah. Anything to do with eggs. Yeah. And in London, obviously, the, the, the nice places that you can have, this is quite expensive. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, not everyone is privileged mm. enough to be going there every day and having breakfast that costs yeah. you 15 pounds. You mean like places like the breakfast pounds. club? And Absolutely, you know what I mean? Outside. Yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? You, you can't afford to pay yeah. like 10 to 15 pounds no. on a sandwich. Not for eggs. Not daily. Not daily. You know, yeah. not daily. I mean, I couldn't. Yeah. So and and then you can go to your cafe down down the road. It's yeah. just like the English cafe, and you can have like greasy <laughs> stuff. And, and then you're like, oh man, you eat it. It gets, it's good, but you feel guilty. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many calories. I love the greasy experience. So they said, okay, cool. You don't get them here. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I haven't found there a is a greasy experience. There's yet. a great place called the Regency, which is in St James, a very famous yeah. English cafe, and it's been there since the Second World War. And everyone, Tony Blair used to go there, Cameron, and all those politicians yeah. goes there because it's around the corner. So yeah, then you can go something like that. And I'm yeah. like, okay, you can't do it every day, you know what I mean? You can have yeah. that as a cheat day, but how about the fact that there is something that is healthy, tastes good, <laughs> yeah. affordable, yeah, and there are varieties where you can have it, don't have it for breakfast, you can have it for like a lunch, you can have it yeah. for brunch, you can have it for dinner, whatever. I say, I don't know about egg one. I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking. Let's do research, research. Lockdown. This is what yeah. I was thinking. I was working on it. I like that. And then the consultant, the agency, the LXA, is doing the the, the project for me. Yeah. Uh, the owner, David Lauren, he's a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, and David, he's a nowadays. David, I have this idea. He's like, what is it? Sit down. Okay. <laughs> Sit down for about for about half an hour, forty five yeah. minutes with him. It was all in my head, so I just told yeah. them, okay, I'm going to... Absolutely, yeah. He said to me, okay, cool. Do you have anyone that can actually fund it? You know, because yeah. to it costs money. I said, don't worry, I'll fund it. You know, <laughs> he said, we're going to start yeah. small. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. But let's just take it because I don't want to bring anyone else. I want to yeah. do this myself. I want to take a risk because if yeah. I take a risk, it's me, money lost, yeah. whatever. It's your success or your Absolutely, failure. exactly. Yeah. So I said, just like everything else in life, you know, take risk. It's a risk. Yeah. So he says, okay, and then he says, okay, well, I'm going to sit you down with a consultant, the head of uh, hospitality, which is Pete, who's doing now, he's the head of, uh, he's doing the whole project, he's in charge. Incredible. Wow. So, Dan designed the menu, yeah. I mean, designed the, the logo, the yeah. branding, the color nice. scheme, everything, and all came to life. Wow. Literally in lockdown. Okay. <laughs> and then we just, okay, well, now we know we designed a landlord pack and everything mm. and the concept and everything. Yeah. The menus and yeah. did the product tasting and said, so now just waiting for the lockdown to finish. And we just managed, <laughs> we just managed to secure yeah. a site in Fitro yeah. uh, Fitrovia. Nice. Five to seven for uh, Tottenham Street and right yeah. next to Goose Street Station. I know, very well. Yes. Uh, very good area, very good yeah. spot. It's right I next to Charlotte. Literally, live around the back of there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So literally, just around the corner from Charlotte Street, you know, Fitch, uh, Tottenham Street. Yeah. So we're launching, hoping to launch and open, op opening the grand opening in June, uh, beginning or mid June. Uh, yeah. And it will so be, will it be like a day opening? It will be a day opening. It'll be a day opening. Yeah. You'll be from morning till about six. Yeah. 
you know, because of the area, the demographic of the area, you know what I mean? On the weekends, yeah. you probably open a bit late and you'll be mm. open until a bit later. Of course, yeah, you got to uh, get all the drunk people. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, 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 because, you know, that's the area where the tourists, it's, it's yeah. a great place because you get the, the, the UCL, University yeah. College London, around the corner, you've got a the hospital there, yeah. you've got the tourists, you know, yeah. you've got the food lovers, the foodies, mm. Charlotte Street is right there, yeah. all the foodies come around there. Yeah, you've got the residents as well, yeah. so you've got the corporate areas. I mean, it's a great location yeah. and I'm, and I'm really happy and I'm, yeah. I'm I, and I've got a great team yeah. behind me, you know what I mean? I've got the Posh Cockney who's doing the marketing PR yes. for me and I've got... Shout out to Posh um, Cockney who... Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and also, uh, LXA, the project yeah. management, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, the, my lawyer, you know what yeah. I mean, Julian. But I mean, I have a great, great okay. team and I'm really blessed because, you know, to have these people uh, trying yeah. to make this happen. You know? Yeah. And yeah, we just can't wait. So yeah. excited then. Absolutely. <laughs> you ever in London, bro? You literally come alive. Yeah, while literally. we're talking about this project. Yeah, yeah. If you're yeah, if if you you in London, calling, absolutely. I'll be back in London all the time. If you're in London, man, you know, you make there. sure you pay a visit, you know yeah. what I mean? And there'll be a nice sandwich. I bet you I'm coming in. <laughs> we delay you on it. Yeah. Come on, quick, give me, give me some eggs ready. Absolutely, we can have only seven, seven dishes. Really? It's a very small menu. Keep seven it simple, dishes. Keep it easy. There yeah. is a vegan. There's 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 options for vegan vegetarians yeah. and there's a full meat. How should you make vegan? Oh, uh, vegan eggs. That's a good question. Because <laughs> actually, I had a vegan eggs and it tasted so good. Really? The food tasting. What yeah. was it made out of? It's powder, apparently. Okay. Apparently, it's just what, vegan though? powder. I don't know. I oh. think it's it's from. I think it's from Tufu or something. Tufu. Yeah. I don't know, something like that. Oh, like tofu. Yeah, okay, cool. Something like that. I don't know, but it it's was like, tasted so good, man. I did vegan for quite a few months, a few years. Oh, really? I ended up going to Asia and ended up eating ah. fish a week without realizing it because I was having salads, but in the sauce was fish. So I ended up going, oh, oh never mind. I'll so you're pescatarian. So I just, I just, I just gave up on that one. Yeah. But I used to, tr I used to try every vegan cheese because I could never find one that yeah, tasted yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Like never. No man, and vegan eggs is, is a you need one. to come and have a vegan egg sandwich. I will try it. I'll it's amazing. It the cheese, the cheese is vegan. Eggs, yeah. even the bun, everything is yeah. vegan. Everything yeah. is vegan. Wow. And when you say affordable, what are we talking here? So if I wanted to come in and have a, a simple and meal, you should be able to come in with a ten pound. Yeah, you could have a sandwich. Yeah, and a drink. Okay, nice. Yeah, and for London, for people don't know, for London, cheaper. that's affordable <laughs> for that area. Yeah, I mean there is there are places uh, yeah. which I'm not going to name. No, no names. Yeah. <laughs> Man, listen, if you want to have a sandwich yeah. and a drink, you spending 15 to 16 yeah, pounds, 17 it's pounds. scary, right? In Egoland, yeah. a sandwich will cost between seven to nine pounds. Okay, cool. Which is a very good price for London. In yeah. central London, that's an mm. amazing price. And a very competitive price. For the quality you will get, yes. you'll get an amazing egg, yeah. which is farm, you know, free range, yeah. which will ethically ride, you know what yeah. I mean? You will have an amazing bun, a brioche bun. Yeah. You know, oh, the, I love a absolutely an amazing cheese, and you can have a, if you yeah. have a if you like to have steak, it you can have a wagyu beef. Yeah, you know wagyu beef nice. steak, which is you know, like. listen, you can't go wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, you know, so yeah, you can have the best of everything here for an amazing <laughs> price. Good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I can. The excitement from your voice makes yeah. me excited. So, and yeah. I can tell this is something you put a lot of passion in. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I love food. I love food. You know? and, yeah, like you said at the beginning. You know, I'm a big foodie. I mean, since <laughs> I was a kid, I was been working as a in the restaurant, yeah. washing dishes and yeah. washing plates. So this Trying is, the food. <laughs> absolutely. This is where it would come from. Yeah. You know, this is how this the food nice. love for the food in the restaurant come from. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Man. All right. So at the end of we're coming to the end now. So at the end, I always do something what we call kind of like the lightning round. It's okay. not really a lightning round, it's okay. a complete lie. Um, but it's like a few questions, three questions I ask everybody. And the first one is, 
Who would play you in the movie of your life? So, someone famous. Other than yourself, of course. Uh, that's a good question, actually. Mm. Do you know who would play me? Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp? Yep. Okay. I think so. Not because you look like him, but... Uh, do I look like Johnny Depp a bit? No. no I don't. <laughs> but why Johnny Depp? I think because of his character, his okay. energy. Nice. But the funny thing is, I said Aquaman. Um, Jason, Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I yeah, look yeah. nothing like him. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like, but... You don't look anything like him. I was like, yeah, yeah. but I want to look like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want everyone to think I looked like him. So yeah. I get it completely. Yeah. All right, second question. If you could have any superpower in the world, which would it be and why? Um, <laughs> oh man, if I could have any superpower in the world, I would, the ability to Put a spell on people and make them better people. <laughs> <laughs> Improve the world. Improve the world. Absolutely. Do you know, it's funny, when, when I first got asked this, I said to fly. I'd love yeah. to fly so I can travel the world. Yeah. But I've, I've changed it since. From living in Dubai, yeah. my superpower would be to understand and to be able to talk every language in the world. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. being able to communicate with everybody would yeah. be the most insane thing. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I for speak me, English and bad English and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, for me, it would be to make the world a better yeah, place. Yes, be able to make people better people. Yeah. Which would be yeah. nice, right? Absolutely. Work hard or play hard? Work hard or play hard. Yeah, you can only pick one. You can't have both. Well, they both come. They're both, <laughs> they're both the same thing, right? You can't have one and the other. Because if you work hard, yeah. you can play hard. Yeah. And if you play hard, that but means you don't work hard. You can only hard. have the one for the rest of your life. Work hard for the rest of your life or play hard for the rest of your life? Which would it be? I'm gonna push you. If on. you asked me this question like 20 years ago, yeah. I would say work hard. Work hard. Now, but I'll say play hard. to enjoy life. Do you yeah. know what? I, I cheated this question when yeah. I first got asked it. I said play hard. Yeah. And they went, really? But you work so hard. I said, yeah, but my work is playing. That's yeah. all I do. I love yeah. my work. It's yeah, you're right. Yeah. So yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, cool. So, last thing, uh, well, one thing before the last thing is. We always get our guests to, I always get our guests to leave an inspiring message. So yeah. you, you may have a mantra that you live by or something you always tell yourself, uh, let the audience know and inspire them. Well, one thing that always, um, always keeps me going is that be, be someone that, is rem that people remember you by mm. you, by you, your kindness. Yeah your amazing attitude, your humble behavior, yeah. and your generosity. Okay. So be a good person. Yeah. So, because... That's really nice. Because the thing is, right, life is a journey. Yeah. And you're going to meet different people in this journey. Yeah. Make sure or try to be the person that whoever mm. comes in your path yeah. will always have something good to say about yeah. it. And remember you. Always have yeah. something good to say good. about it. And remember cool. you for good, good things. Touch people yeah. with the kindness. I like that. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So last off, tell the audience to that lovely camera there. How can they get hold of you? How can they follow you? Um, um, what to expect? Hey, listen, it's easy to get hold of me. <laughs> you know, uh, you, can, you can follow my Instagram, Showstar Boxer, uh, which is uh, tagged in with the, yeah. um, on Brendan's uh, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube, uh, podcast. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, you can also follow my Twitter account, which is the same, Showstar Boxer. Uh, you know, my Facebook page is Sohail Ahmed. 
my boxing, I mean, my, my page where you see it. Um, it's verified one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, man, you know, just you can follow my journey and, um, you know, see what I'm up to and make sure you follow my boxing, follow my project, which is Egoland. If you're ever in London, it's the place to Coming be. So snacks. come in and have some eggs <laughs> and have a sandwich. Have a sandwich. Hi guys, well thank you so much for watching BH Live as always and keep on out for this guy who's going to be fighting, you said June? June, July, July, June, July. July. Um, so yeah, um, keep an eye on my Instagram, so I'll share anything you want me to share, just send it over to me. Absolutely. See what this man's up to. So thank you for watching and I'll see you in the next one. Ciao for now. Peace out.